friends. Welcome back to the Elise DeLucci Show. We're in my living room. What's cooking, good looking, episode 42. 42. We're talking about cheap old houses, Peloton bikes, Chinese websites, designer bags, and do we have an appetite to talk about the fofos? Okay? So, kick it. Kick it back. Talk to me. Fact of the day. A bolt of lightning is five times hotter than the sun. Just to give you some perspective on that, the, 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 the amount of degrees <laughs> that a bolt of lightning is, a bolt of lightning is 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Ouch. Crazy, right? Crazy. 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit. That could cook a chicken in like an instant. It actually wouldn't even cook a chicken. It would probably explode the chicken. I don't even know what even happens that at that level of Fahrenheit. Just destruction? I don't know. That's a good chemistry question. So, how you doing? Hope you're doing well. My kids don't eat American cheese. I had a little controversy, I guess, on, on the Talk Talk, okay? On Talkie Talkie. Because I did a video about how I was in the fridge and I turned to my youngest daughter and I said, Dada, would you like mommy to give you a piece of American cheese? Which, you know, for the last few years of her life has been her favorite. Now, when I say American cheese, I want to clarify. I mean the deli cheese, like boys had sliced American, whatever. But since I live in Manhattan, where, God forbid, you found boys had cold cuts right locally, God forbid anybody knew how to slice them thin. Or the, the place wasn't so skeevy. You know, you got to be so particular with the cold cuts. You know, you just, I like a different machine for the meat and the cheese. I want you to slice it thin like tissue paper. I also want a sample, which is impossible right now. So I, I, I so I haven't bought, been buying them unless I go to La Bella in Brooklyn or Staten Island, and I haven't been there either. So I... We'll go buy cheese at the supermarket, like, you know, the, the, the eight slices, you know, whatever, Borden. So me and my younger daughter were in the supermarket maybe a year ago or something. And she said, uh, Mommy, I, I want this cheese. And it was a pack of Kraft Singles. So I naturally was like, fine. Because you want to know what? I, listen, it, is it real cheese? I know it's not real cheese. I know it's plastic, stuff wrapped in plastic. But guess what? I grew up eating macaroni and cheese out of a box made of powdered cheese and some milk. or And, and I think it's probably my mother made it with I can't believe it's not butter. And guess what? I'm still alive. So did I think it was the end of the world? No. Fine. But anyway, I did this TikTok and I said my daughter doesn't eat American cheese. And I held up the, the pack of Kraft Singles. Because I always keep it in my fridge. And um, all these people were like, that's not cheese, that's garbage. And I, yes, so I agree. For the record, I know. Is it gourmet cheese? No, of course not. Is it cheese? No, probably not. Do I know what's made out of it? No. Am I wondering what some of these girls were saying when they said put a match to it? What the hell happens when you put a match to it? Does it blow up or something? I am going to try. I just need to find matches somewhere. But... <sighs> Alongside the pack of Kraft Singles in my fridge, we have aged Gouda, two types of fancy brie, truffle cheese, some orange cheese that's made in Wales called Lancaster, Leicester. I don't really fucking know. All I know is that I have a gourmet cheese draw in my house because that's what my kids eat and I'm losing my mind, okay? 
I go to the supermarket and I'm in the regular cheese aisle, you know, next to the yogurts and shit. And, you know, I'm like, hmm, let's see what I get. And, you know, my daughter's like, mommy, they're not, these cheese are not individually wrapped. That's my older one. She's like the fancy one. The younger one, she's got a little Staten Island blood in her. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know. I just don't know. I mean, the father, that's the thing. The father, their dad, my ex-husband, he trained them to hate this shit. He trained them to hate regular shit. And, you know, I was a little happy when my youngest wanted me to buy her craft singles. I was like, yes, I won. Even though I know that that's not what I should be feeding her. And, you know, we live in this, everything has to be organic, which I have a story about that in a second time. But... You know, he's molded these children. I think that he trains them when he's with them to say, um, girls, 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 girls. We do not eat that kind of cheese. We eat finer cheese. So there I am in the cheese arm. My daughter wants to know why these cheeses aren't individually wrapped, why the brie doesn't have bits of brie melting out on each side. I don't know. You want to know what? If that's the kind of brie cheese you want, we got to turn around and go home so mommy can grab your piggy bank, okay? Because I'm not buying that shit, okay? It's not true, actually. I should say I really like fancy cheese. I I do. I I like... (laughs) As I talk about Kraft Singles. I love fancy cheese. Yeah, I like Kraft Singles. (laughs) No, I really do like um, beautiful cheeses. I do. But once you have kids, as you know, or if you don't have children and you just have bills and all that other stuff, you can't always buy all the things you want. There is a store me and my girlfriend Priscilla went to. Priscilla, you listening? Remember that store we went to in Sag Harbor? Remember that? What is it? Cavagnola Gourmet Cheese? Oh, my God. Oh my God. Guys, if you are listening and you like cheese, if you are in the Hamptons ever, go to this place in Sag Harbor. It's called Cavagnola Cheese. Cavagnola Gourmet Cheese. It's on Division Street. It's in like the little village of Sag Harbor. They have the most delicious truffle cheese. Me and Priscilla, we got it. It was like $50 a pound or something. I think we split it. Did we split it, Priscilla? I can't even remember. But anyway, it was so good. It was so good. It was like that. That was like our big our big splash out when we got that cheese. But I can't go doing shit like that anymore. No, I got too many other things to pay for. But anyway, so point is, is the girls that go to their dad's house and he just feeds them this kind of stuff. And, you know, this is the world I live in. And I don't know what's worse. Is it worse to have a father, an ex-husband, a co-parent that grooms your children only to consume fine fucking foods or is it better for the kid to go to the dad's house and he feeds her hamburger helper and shake and bake all weekend I don't know don't you remember that hamburger helper and shake or bake that was a thing that was a thing the new shake and bake and hamburger helper is oat milk and aged gouda like from some fucking ancient cave or was it cheddar which reminds me there is a place in the UK called cheddar did you know that we went, we went, and that's how I know that the, the, the cheese is aged in caves because my daughter saw it. She saw cheddar cheese being aged in caves in England, and so that's where she gets this shit. But, Mommy, I prefer the cheddar that's aged in the cave. Did you think I was making that up for a fact? It's true. Look it up. Cheddar, England. It's a place, and they have cheese in caves there. <laughs> Some of the stuff I say, I feel like I know. It sounds ridiculous. It's true. It's just true. Anyway, here's the story. I don't understand the whole food thing. Well, let me back up. I understand 
the progress we've made with food, organic stuff, no pesticides, eating healthy, eating whole foods, like those diets, the whole 30, <coughs> hate diets, you know what I mean. But it's like, I, I get all that. I get all that. I like it. I like it. But, you know, the thing is, is that, like I said, I grew up eating regular shit. I don't know. Craft macaroni and cheese we would have sometimes, or sometimes my mom would go to Costco and get hamburgers like from a box. Like, do you know these hamburgers? They probably still sell them. I don't buy them because I don't have a barbecue. But like, I remember growing up and like going in the freezer in the garage. You know, did you have one of those? And uh, and like there'd be a box in there, and it was like a box of hamburgers, like re- regular looking hamburgers, you know. But they were like frozen patties. They weren't like like you know the hamburgers that they make and they sell in the the the, um, the meat aisle. You know, I guess it was like for parties or something. I have no idea. But you want to know what? I don't know if it was that healthy. I just don't know. But we were also Italian, so we ate a lot of Italian food. I had a babysitter when I was growing up, and she was from the West Indies, so I grew up eating a lot of roti and jerk chicken. I know. Surprise, surprise. I'm like the fucking United Nations over here. I know. But <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that I survived. I survived with the Kraft cheese and chicken nuggets that used to be crunchy on the outside with brown squiggly meat on the inside. Remember those? Remember that? Mm-hmm. That's right. That was when McDonald's didn't do all white meat nuggets and Burger King wasn't have it your way. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> that was when stevia wasn't invented. My mom drank like RC Cola, diet RC Cola, and then I would go steal the two-liter bottle like in the back cabinet, chug it, and, you know, be refreshed. I'm still living. Today, these parents are ridiculous in my opinion. I'm not saying that you should feed your kid processed shit when there's other better stuff out there, but I think that I know some people that, that you know, really like compromise. Um, I don't know what, the compromise isn't the right word. I know some people that will send themselves to the poorhouse just to put this fancy organic food on the table. I don't know if I agree with that. I'm all for it if you can afford it. But I once had this friend and she was talking to me about salmon. My ex-husband would die if he heard the story because he'd be like, here we go. Here's the salmon story. Actually, I wish he talked about that. He'd be like, oh, lovely. Stop it. Stop it with that salmon story. It's ages ago. Who cares, lovely? That's exactly what he would say. Anyway, so we had this friend and um, we were talking about salmon one day at dinner. And I was saying, oh, I make salmon and uh, whatever. And I do. I like this salmon. Uh, I've been buying it for for years. They make it. It's in Whole Foods. It's in the freezer section, actually. And it's, um, what is it, vacuum packed or whatever it is. Sa- uh, salmon fillets, small, individually wrapped, six pieces. Perfect size. I only, you know, the, I give the girls one, you know, and they share it sort of thing. And um, it's farm-raised salmon. And for the six small fillets, it's like $20 in the freezer section. And it's very good. And uh, they have a wild version, which is like $15 more. And this girl at the time was like, wait, what? She's like, wait, what? You give your girls farm salmon? Farm salmon from a salmon farm. Salmon from the freezer. The salmon from, that's what you're giving. And I'm like, what? what the fuck is your problem? Like, I'm thinking in my head, like, does this girl have, like, an issue? Like, is there a Tourette's thing going on that I don't know about? Because what are you saying right now? It's the farm, the, the salmon from the farm. And I'm like, yeah, I have the fucking salmon from the farm. Like, well, are you kidding me? What's the problem? Elise, salmon from the farm is just, no, no, only wild salmon. Let me tell you something, okay? At that time, we owned an apartment, okay? 
We owned an apartment and we were being able to save our money because we were eating shit like farm salmon. I don't think that was so bad. It's not like I was giving my kid fucking Gordon fish sticks like my mother gave me, okay? But I was, wasn't buying wild salmon, you know? And that's the thing. I don't, it doesn't matter who owns what and who has what and all that kind of bullshit. Who cares about that, right? But don't cry poor to me and then, you know, talk about your $90 pound wild salmon, okay? Because there's nothing wrong with the other kind. And that's how it is these days. I just don't get it. I really don't get it. I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to get it. It's like I go to the supermarket like you, and I see cherries, and the cherries look good, and they're two ninety nine a pound, and I'm like, wow, those cherries look good and firm and plump at two ninety nine a pound. Yum yum, I'm getting them. And then I look over and I see organic cherries, seven ninety nine a pound. I'm sorry, that's not in my budget. <laughs> but people shame you and they make you feel like you need to buy this. And should you buy, I guess, the organic stuff when you can? Sure. I buy any, every only things that are on sale anyway, so this doesn't even apply to me. But you know what I'm saying. What's the appetite for fake bags around here, okay? When I say fake fake bags, I mean designer bags. So Joanne, hi. She is on TikTok, and she wrote, um, asked me about fake bags because I mentioned uh, the Chinese websites, I think, last week and um, fake Manolos. And um, I'm thinking maybe I'll do a whole episode on it. So uh, the episode would be, you know, sort of what are these, uh, sort of like the underground world of fake bags, right? Like, where do you buy them? How do you buy them? I have a friend that's really big in this illegal world. And um, I'm serious. It really, it's the underworld. And I'd either have her come on and talk about it, or I would just get all her information and share it, probably the latter, because she probably won't want to come on the podcast. Or actually, not that she wouldn't. It would just take forever to coordinate. So anyway, um, if you want to hear about this, send me a DM and I will, if I get a bunch of people that want to do it, I will um, put it together. One of the episode, upcoming episodes will we'll talk about the fake bags. And here's the thing. Um, if you don't understand my point of view already, I, when I was younger, I used to think, wow, designer bags, ooh, fancy. And I have tons of them. I, I, I do. I really do. Because I was irresponsible at times when I was young um, and bought stuff like instead of doing other things, like, I don't know, paying my rent. And so <laughs> I was like, I'll buy groceries at Jack's 99 cent store, store. Sure, sure. Oh, does that mean that I could buy that $1,900 Louis Vuitton? Sure. Yep, well, that's that's the decision right there. But as I got older, I don't really give a shit anymore. If, I, if someone has a fake bag or a real bag or I have a fake bag or a real bag, I have what I have, you know, and some are real and, well, I should say most are real. I have a couple of dupes. And um, nobody could tell the difference. I could care less. All it makes me feel is rich. So anyway, there is a big community for it. Um, my girlfriend told me about this. And and um, the thing is, is that it's obviously illegal. Like, I don't know if it's illegal to buy, but it's obviously illegal to sell. So it's a little spicy. But you can go on Canal Street and buy whatever. But are you getting the best quality? Probably not. But then in walks these Chinese websites. These websites, AliExpress, Taobao, I, as I've mentioned, I think I mentioned this on the Manolo episode, I, um, you know, I, I, I work in digital and I can, I have learned how to translate some of these sites and products and to see what the deal was when my girlfriend was showing me and, um, Taobao is very complicated to use 
it taobao.com and they but they do sell tons of um faux stuff shoes bags clothes i mean you actually couldn't even believe it like the, and these are dupes and the, re, the 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 fake shit is so identical to the real it's crazy and um there's a whole method of how to buy it. You can't just go on the website and buy it unless you're in China. Um, you have to buy it through a third-party website. It's all, like, legit. Like, it's not like somebody's going to steal your money, but don't hold me responsible. But um, there is a process to doing it, but the stuff is so – well, I should say – Sometimes it's hit or miss, but overall the stuff is really good. And uh, there's also some sellers on um, WhatsApp that are in China, and they are like private shoppers, you know, for for American women and guys, and they have albums of fake shit. And like some are better than others, but anyway, that's sort of the underground world of it. But what I will say is if you want to have a little taste right now is – by the way, AliExpress is not nearly as good as Taobao for this kind of stuff. But on AliExpress, my girlfriend told me, she's like, Lee, you need to buy the Chanel card holder wallet. And I'm like, I don't need a Chanel card holder, holder wallet, thank you. And she's like, it's fucking fake and it looks so good and like, just get it, it's $30. And I'm like, mm, okay. So, um, so when she was at my house, we ordered it and it arrived and it actually is like really insane. So I'm going to try to tell you right now exactly how to get it. Um, and hopefully you can find it. So the, um, website that you want to go to is Ali Express, A-L-I Express. The seller, the store, this is the name of the store. And I have to, I could like try to pull it up on my cell phone while I'm talking, but the store is, um, this is the name of the store. So you want to write this down because it has a lot of numbers in it. Shop 543-4264. Shop Five four three four two six four. That's the name of the shop. The actual um, name of the product, the Chanel card holder for thirty dollars, is uh, I have it right here. It's so you wanna if you get if you get to the shop, you can. Um, this is the one to know which one it is. It's luxury, top quality, genuine leather card holder with logo. ID, credit card, wallet, coin, purse. I know, that means nothing. Basically, what I'm telling you is that it's the black caviar, black leather, small, 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 credit card size, small black leather caviar, which is the grainy leather that Chanel does, and on it has the Chanel C's, two small Chanel C's in silver. It looks ridiculously authentic. It's $29.90, and um, I got it, and it took... I think like maybe three or four weeks to come from China and it, the product it, I, I think I'm, let me see, I have it up right here. It's uh, you're going to, don't be alarmed if you do find this. It's like the person holding it, like in the picture has a black glove on because you know, these people that sell this shit, like they want to be completely anonymous. So they, they put these gloves on and they hold it up and, um, it, I think that it comes, I'm looking. Yeah. So you can get the leather in, cowhide or sheepskin um the 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 caviar is the bumpy one the caviar is the cowhide I believe the sheepskin is the soft leather but anyway that's one item that I've bought from AliExpress 
a dupe. It's not a dupe, a fake, a phony, a, a bullshit canal special. I freaking love it. Let me tell you something. I'm like, this is how the celebs must feel. This is literally what it, when it came. I called her up. I was like, this is how the celebs feel. I spent $30 and I got a $900 card case. I'm so fabulous. Because don't you think when Madonna, Madonna goes into Chanel and she sees a $900 card case, she's like, eh, it's like nine bucks to me. You know, it's a no brainer to her. But to people like us, normal people. Anyway, you know what I really like about this? And what I like about this uh, Chanel card holder, by the way, this fake Chanel card holder, is for $30, it made me feel good. I don't know. It was too ridiculous. I mean, like, I'm a woman, mother, like, I could buy the real one if I really wanted. I don't want to. I just really wanted this one. And I love it because it's so affordable. And I could get it for my two sisters, give them a, a Christmas gift, stocking stuffers, and, like, Yeah, I would tell them it wasn't real, but, like, they don't give a shit. Of course they're going to lie and tell their boyfriends that it's real. They're going to be like, oh, my God, my sister had this card case, and it's so amazing. She didn't want it, so, you know, like, she gave it to me. (laughs) Are you following Cheap Old Houses on Instagram? Please tell me you are. Instagram handle, at Cheap Old Houses. Okay, Cheap Old Houses is, if you don't know, is... Is uh, and by the way, I just found out too, like a few months ago. But it's a Instagram account. All they do is they find literally cheap ass old houses and they post them on Instagram. Now these people are getting a show on HGTV, and I cannot wait. When you go to this website, you're gonna be like, wait a second, how much are these houses? Like, as we know, where I live, okay, and as we know, the prices where I live is insane. I'm pulling this up right now. There is a house. Look at this house. Go look. It's in Lunenburg, Vermont. I don't even know what the hell that is. This house is adorable. It has those brown slats. First of all, it's like a little cute house. Like it looks like it should be in East Hampton. It has these brown little slats. Looks like it has a nice new roof. It's $84,000. 14 Bobbin Mill Road, Lunenburg, Vermont. I literally just like am going to buy this house. Like, well, I'm not because I need a mortgage and I have no money. But I, that's not true. I do have money. I have an investment. I don't want to buy this house. I like do want to buy to my dreams. Does that make sense? This website, this uh, Instagram is so addictive. They just post these trash fire houses that need a complete haul. It's everybody's dream. It's totally my dream. Um, I'm sure it's yours too. And oh my God, there's so many nice ones on this. I'm like just scrolling through. This, this is the problem. I'm, I'm doing the podcast and I'm telling you about cheap old houses on Instagram and I'm getting distracted. Um, but it does remind me of cheap old houses, by the way, it was like when the economic crisis happened and you know, in, the, in 2008, things in Detroit were selling for like $9,000. I was you know, not in any position to own anything in Detroit, nor am I now. But for $9,000, I was really entertaining it. I really was. I was like, this definitely is going to go up. I'm going to buy it. I was. You, I thought I was Glen Gary, Glen Ross in my house at the time. I was like, mom, I'm moving to Detroit. You're not moving to Detroit. There's nothing in Detroit. Yes, I am. There's a $9,000 house with my name all over it. It's like, she's like, really? Really? What does that house look like? Where? Uh, wh- what kind of house? <laughs> but I wish I did do it. I didn't do it, but but cheap old houses lets me relive that moment. And by the way, at that time, I was able to find houses. I remember when I was looking in Michigan, there was houses in Bloomfield, which is a beautiful area in Michigan, outside Detroit. 
I don't, I've never even been to Michigan. Well, actually, that's not true. That's not true. That was a total lie. I have. I've been to Detroit a few times for work. I'm remembering. I used to have to go to some of the um, ad agencies that represented the cars, like Team Detroit. And I went there, and it was not nice where I was what, traveled to. But a $9,000 house. Who cares? Anyway, so cheap old houses. I'm so excited for their HGTV show. And you know what I love even more is that I love when people, like, put something together themselves I think this is a couple that started Cheap Old Houses or just a woman. I can't remember. But I love when, like, people just put together, like, something and then it becomes, like, super successful. I'm like, you're fucking awesome. You did this. You 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 went. You had an idea. You made an Instagram account. You stuck to it. You were consistent. And now you're getting an HGTV show. That's, like, going to be the Elise DeLucci show one day. But anyway, Cheap Old Houses. Woo woo. I went on an Eddie Murphy binge the other day. I watched Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop, and Coming to America. I'm sure you've seen those movies too. And if you haven't, you need to watch Beverly Hills Cop. My God, it just made me die laughing. And it made me think about Eddie Murphy. Like, he's just so damn funny. He has such crazy range. He was so good in those movies. And then his comedy special, Delirious. If you haven't seen it, you you should watch it. It's on Netflix. It's, I think it's his first big special. He was a young kid. He was in his early 20s. And um, I, I work when I when the world's on. I work at the comic strip on the Upper East Side of New York. And uh, the guy who owns the place, Richie Tinkin, he passed me at the club a few years ago. And when he passed me, he had said, which means you could, you know, like they think you're good and you could uh, work in the club. He told me how 40 years ago he discovered Eddie Murphy and, you know, and he, he, he did his, he produced his delirious tour and blah, blah. It was just like, the, it's the coolest story to hear. Eddie Murphy in the delirious tours wearing this crazy Michael Jackson red leather suit, which Eddie, um, um, he, uh, sorry, um, Richie, God, I'm just crazy. Richie Tinkin went, searched high and low, I think for the matching pants to the jacket. This is how the story goes. Anyway, it's, um, it's a good, you got to watch the delirious special. My favorite bit on it is he talks about the ice cream chuck when he was growing up and the ice cream, the ice cream man, ice cream, and the ice cream man that comes and the joy that it brings you when you're a kid and you hear that ice cream bell. It's just so good. So good. But Beverly Hills Cop, out of all those movies I mentioned, Bev- Trading Places, Coming to America, and Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop was my favorite. I, I he's he's just so freaking hilarious. Um, do you have a Peloton bike? Because I really feel like I need one. I feel like I need one. I I I I don't want to get one. I don't have the space, and I don't like their subscription model. Like you buy the bike, like. The Apple model, by the way, the Apple product model is we're going to design really, like Apple Mac, you know, we're going to design really beautiful, well-designed pieces that function gorgeous and yada yada, That or that used to be their thing. Now they obviously branched out into content and, you know, blah, blah, but, but Peloton designs this beautiful bike. And at first glance, you think, oh, it's like kind of the Apple model. They designed this beautiful piece of machinery really slick and and compact and gorgeous and sleek. But that's not what their model is. Their model is really a SaaS model, software as a service, like a subscription base. Yeah, so you buy this freaking bike for $2,000. Please, it's like the Nordic track of 2001. You buy the bike, okay? And 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 then, you know, you, if you want to use the bike, you know, you, with the big screen on it, you got to subscribe. 
to the Peloton monthly subscription of $50 a month. Now, I don't know about you, but that's like the price of a gym membership, not not necessarily in Manhattan, but well, some gyms I think are, are that price, but not all. But it's like, it's the cost that never ends. And guess where that cost is going to go? Guess where that cost is going to go? Only up, only up. So really, yeah, buy the $2,000 Peloton bike lease. Yeah, that's a great idea. And you know what? While you're at it, just spend add a $50 extra a month to your bills. I'm not doing that. But my friend, he got the, um, he got the bike, um, damn it, what is it called? It's Schwinn, Schwinn, that's the bike. It's, I have right here, Schwinn, the IC4, Schwinn IC4, indoor cycling bike. It's $899, $899, yeah, real bargain. But the thing is, is it's literally a copy of the Peloton bike, different colors. It's just like a Soul Cycle bike, different colors. This bike is red and gray. He loves it. You know what he loves the best about it? He's like, oh, I don't have to pay for the monthly, you know. And he puts his iPad up. Can you hear that ambulance in the background? Ooh, there must be an emergency. Anywho, so I'm I want I I personally do want to get one of these bikes, like the spin bikes. I love going to Soul Cycle. I love spin class, but and I obviously haven't gone, but I'm probably not going to get the bike because it's it's just uh, takes up too much room in my house. But if you were looking and in the market, check out the Schwinn bike, the Schwinn indoor cycling bike. Are you, um, I'm curious to know if you, if you guys have that also. I, um, one of my girlfriends, Stephanie, she just got the Peloton bike for, for Christmas and she loves it. They also have like yoga on there, yoga on the bike. You know, there's other things that you could do. Like if you have the subscription, it's not only spin class. So spin class makes me think about pimples because, (laughs) because I'm a sweaty, sweaty girl. Have you used Manuka honey or taken Manuka honey? Manuka honey, um, one of my girlfriends swears by this for acne. Like you take a tablet, Manuka honey pill, and it's supposedly amazing, life-changing. I haven't, I haven't tried it. Manuka honey um, aids wound healing. It promotes oral health, like gingivitis, you know, prevents like gingivitis, plaque, it helps soothe the sore throat. It helps ulcers if you have ulcers, and it improves the digestion. And more importantly, it treats, or for me, I should say, treats acne. They said that, you know, I, well, they said, who says, who? no one says, I say. Acne, as we know, stress, diet, clogged pores, oily people with met from Mediterranean descent, <clears throat> me. Um, but the Manuka honey has... Um, you know, some sort of antimicrobial, macrobial. I don't know what, like, um, what am I, what am I, a fucking doctor over here? I don't know how to pronounce this word. Um, basically, that 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 just helps fight your acne. So when you're using this, it's apparently keeps your help helps keep your skin free of the bacteria that where the acne sort of produces all you know festers. Also, manuka honey has these anti-inflammatory properties. And if you do get the occasional pimple and, you know, obviously it like flares up, it's supposed to help all that. So I am going to buy this from Amazon. I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm 100% going to try this. I don't get acne, um, adult acne, but I do get the occasional pimpalia and I find it horrifia. So I am trying to do something to not have that happen anymore. If you use that, 
let me know. I'm, I'm, you know, asking around for the best one. My friend's like, yeah, yeah, just buy anyone. I'm like, no, I'm just not buying anyone. Tell me which one to buy. You know what I have been using though? A little special treat. This is my product of the week. Uh, the the Neep, do you know the brand Neep? Oh my God, it's so nice. Neep, K-N-E-I-P-P. It's a German brand and they have a bath oil, which when I first heard about this, I'm like, I'm not using, I'm not having an oily bath, thank you, for the reasons as I just stated above. But it is amazing. The Neep Eucalyptus Herbal Oily Bath is <laughs> what I call it. But it's really called the Neep Eucalyptus uh, Herbal Bath Oil you wanted to look for it, but it's a little tiny glass jar and it is this bath oil. But the best part about it to me is not only do you get like this scent explosion when you're in the bath, it, it is, um, it turns the bath a color. Like, so the eucalyptus is a shade of green. The lavender one makes your bath blue. And I automatically just feel cleaner when I'm in this bath. I do. You want to know why? Because there's nothing grosser to me than bath water. Like, I already feel like stressed out before I get in the bath and then I'm in the bath and if I just happen to not have bubbles, first of all, I don't want to see my naked body submerged, my naked post-child children body submerged in water, okay, and and uh, without bubbles. And two, I just don't really like the look of the bath water after I get out. I'm, maybe I'm shaving my legs or I'm reading or I accidentally spill, you know, a milkshake in there. The whole thing's a disaster, <laughs> So this is great because not only does it smell good and it makes your skin soft, it masks the, the, the water from being hideous. I love it. I absolutely love it. That's it for today's episode of the Elise Deluch, Deluch Show. That's what my friends call me from Staten Island, my comic friends. Yo, Deluch. Deluch is here. I love it. Episode 42, Dolls. Quote of the day, Eckhart Tolle, the past has no power over the present moment. Tell that to all your friends that are stuck in the past, okay? I tell that to my boyfriend when he complains about his ex-girlfriends. I'm like, oh, really? Really? How about this quote for you? The past has no power over the present moment, so get over it. (laughs) He thought he was getting one thing. Little did he know. So that's it, dolls. I hope you have a great week. Thank you, as always, for listening. I look forward to talking to you next week and as usual on the talk and on Instagram. You can follow me at Elise Delucci. The podcast website is launching soon. It's not launched yet. Soon, soon. It Then the podcast website, by the way, is literally just a website just for the podcast because since it's growing so fast. So if you, when it goes live, I'll post it. But if you want to send it to your friends, it just talks about what, what we're about and uh, has some pics and um, ways to get in touch and all that sort of jazz. So I hope you have a wonderful day and hit me up if you want to hear about fake bags. Love ya. Ciao, ciao.